Well, hello again. If it isn't my best customer, you must live close by. I've been seeing you around often. Something new just arrived yesterday that would be perfect for that place of yours. A gorgeous kitchen table, craftsman style, all maple. They don't make them like this anymore. Just a couple of red stains on it. Nothing a good wood cleaner won't fix. All minor details in a piece of homespun folklore I call the tapping. Welcome to the antiquarium of sinister happenings and odd goings on. Robust fragrance of petrichor permeated the air inside the cherry red truck and tickled the inside of Charlie and Nora's noses. It was an autumn day, and the first rain of the season had just fallen. Charlie had recently repaired their old truck, and they had decided to take it for a drive after visiting Charlie's parents. As they drove on a dark road, the moon was hidden behind a thick layer of clouds. The tall green trees flanked the highway, leading them through the woods. Their family had recently relocated to Ravenfield, the town where they lived when the girls were young. Nora and her sister have no recollection of that time. The family moved back because Charlie's parents required some assistance, and he wanted to be closer to them. Did you finish your book report? Not yet, but I'm close. When is it due? In a few weeks. I think on the 5th. I'll check when we get home. I just don't want you procrastinating. I know. I won't. Did you get your sister something for her birthday? Yeah, I got her an art history book she really wanted. Looks super boring. Is it an audiobook or braille? Audiobook. They didn't have a braille edition. Do you think Hadley has any memories of being able to see when she was younger? Yeah, she does. She doesn't mention it too often because I think it makes her sad. It's horrible what happened to her. I understand how you feel, sweetie. It, it breaks my heart. Let's... Just try to focus on the good and be thankful that things didn't turn out worse. Yeah, I guess. So, I see you didn't get the radio fixed. It wasn't in the budget, Kitty. Awesome. What's with the dude, dude? No matter what I say, you get upset and angry. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. You're doing it right now. Well, maybe if you got the radio fixed like I'd asked you to, I wouldn't be so freaking annoyed. I told you it wasn't in the budget. I wish I had the money, but I'm on my own here, taking care of all of us. I'm pretty sure if you hadn't cheated on mom, she wouldn't have left, and you wouldn't be raising us solo. I, I live with the guilt of that every day. There was more to your mother leaving, and, and when you're a little older, I sure will tell you, you will. more. You always say that. It's just an excuse. You know what? I think she left because... Shh! Don't tell me to shh! You screwed up, and we're paying for your dumb mistakes. Nora, be quiet. I'm serious. No, you can't silence me. What is that sound? Whatever you do, don't look out your window. What are you talking about? I am dead serious. Look straight ahead. What's going on? You're scared. You should be scared. What is that sound? That's the sound it makes when it tries to get in. Get in where? What the hell are you talking about? Look forward. Whatever you do, don't look out your window. Dad, you're freaking me out. 
What is going on? Did you just turn your head? Did you look at it? I told you to no. look forward. I am not messing around. It's like I couldn't control the urge to move my head toward the right, but I, I shut my eyes. I'm so confused. What is it? There is a presence that lives in these woods. When the months get colder, it finds its way to the darkness and into the weak. If you make eye contact with it, you will welcome it in. What? Invite what in? It's trying to get your attention. Don't turn your head. One glance and it will creep inside of you. Okay. Okay. I'm looking forward. Can't you just drive faster and get rid of it? I'm trying, but the rain isn't helping. Just try and ignore the tapping. I'm doing my best. As the rain pounded against the windshield, it became increasingly difficult to see through. Nora couldn't fathom how her father was able to navigate through this weather. The tapping grew louder, and she shut her eyes even tighter. Oh, you have to be freaking kidding me. Was that the gaslight? Yes. Will we make it home? Probably not. We, we, we're going to have to stop. What happens then? Do you think it'll leave? When it, when it fixates on someone, it becomes difficult to get rid of it. We'll, we'll have to go to the gas station on Ridgemont. It's the closest. Is that thing still even here? Yes, it's still on your side. And, and to make matters worse, so is the gas tank. Nora and Charlie arrived at the gas station, which was deserted. The lights overhead flickered intermittently as rain pounded on the roof. All right, here's what needs to happen. You need to climb over me, and we'll both get out on my side. We will run in and pay. I want you to hold on to me and do not look at the car. I will guide you. How will you avoid making eye contact with it when you have to get gas? Don't worry about me. I can glance sideways and still focus on my task without making direct eye contact. We have to be quick. All right. Let's do this. Charlie unlocked the driver's side door and carefully opened it. He took hold of his daughter's hand and hurriedly exited the car, using his foot to shut the door and locking it promptly. Together, they ran into the convenience store. The lights flickered from the storm. Hey, uh, I'll get 60 on pump four. It's really coming down, isn't it? Yeah, sure is. Where are you all going tonight? Just home. You want to add a car wash? It's only $5 more. It's pouring rain out there. The clerk cracked a smile and continued to stare at Charlie. No, no, that's that's okay. Just, just the gas this time. The woman took the money, opened the cash register, and carefully put the bills in their slots. Suddenly, closing the register with force, Charlie and Nora were startled. The woman then turned to Nora and flashed a sinister smile. Nora, I know your secret. (laughs) What is she talking about? Do Do you know her? No, I've never seen her in my whole life. You're crazy. Don't worry, I won't tell your daddy, but he's gonna find out what you are hiding. Made you look, made you look, now you're in the baby book. My sincerest apologies for the interruption, but it appears as though there are some issues with an, uh, unhappy customer. Tell you what. Let me go take care of things real quick, and I'll be right with you. There is an invocation encoded within this audio file. Since playback immediately.
hello there. You've reached the antiquarium. If you wish to leave a message, please do so with the tone and have a great day. Oh, hi. This is the Housewife of Horror. I'd love to schedule a visit to come visit the antiquarium privately. See you soon. End of messages. Well, there you are. Been looking all over for you. So sorry about the minor inconvenience. Now, where were we? As they hurried back to the car, Nora buried her face in her father's shirt. Charlie unlocked the driver's seat door and Nora climbed in. He picked up the gas pump and walked carefully behind the truck, never looking ahead, only to the side. He used his hands to guide him, but could feel the weight that stood a few feet in front of him. He focused his attention on the numbers changing on the pump to his left. Suddenly, he heard a tapping sound on the window in front of him. He resisted the urge to turn his head. A shiver ran up his spine. The feeling of darkness was too much for him. He quickly removed the nozzle from the half-full tank and returned to the pump. He jumped into the car and sped away, racing home along the dark road. You okay, Kitty? Yeah. I want this thing to go away. I know, me too. By sunrise, it will. We, we just need to be careful and avoid it till then. What was that? Don't look. It wants you to see it. It's trying to get your attention. As a bright light shone from the right side, it glared through the window, causing Charlie to be startled and swerve the car, almost colliding with a vehicle on the opposite side of the road. Dad, be careful! What is that light? Absolutely do not look at it. What would happen if I did? Bad things. Awful things. It depends on how deep of a look it gets. It's it's different every time. Like what? A, a rash? You know Maddie? The crazy lady? Yeah, she wasn't always crazy. In fact, she was a typical teen just like you. She and her friends were hanging out one night, driving to the haunted corn maze, when it appeared on the backseat window. Her parents were fighting, and she was going through some stuff. I, I think that's why it targeted her. Her friends thought it would be funny if she looked back, so they dared her. Maddie was never one to say no to a dare. She looked it right in the eye. Her skin started to boil and bubble, and her eyes turned white. Within a flash, her skin began to rot and yellow. She could no longer form words. And if left in a room alone with her, she would try to kill you. That's why her parents have her restrained. That's horrible. How long did she look at it? I heard it was around 20 seconds. Can't they kill this thing? Nobody knows how to stop it. It's just something this community has lived with for years. Doesn't happen very often, but it's terrifying and tragic when it does. The truck made some sharp turns and pulled into a dirt driveway faster. Suddenly, the vehicle came to a stop. Home. The car remained idle, and the keys swayed back and forth in the ignition. Is it gone? No. I can see it out of the corner of my eye. You'll have to climb over my lap like you did at the gas station and run to the front door. I will give you the keys. I will be with you the entire time. Whatever you do, do not look behind you, only ahead. Only look ahead. Understand? Yes. You ready? No! Hurry! I'm trying! Go! Nora runs quickly towards the house, her feet sinking into the earthy ground with each step. As she approaches the front door, she accidentally slips into a mud puddle. Her dad quickly helps her up and they continue up the stairs towards the door. Quick! I'm trying! They throw open the front door, slamming it behind them and run into the house. Charlie ran around the home, closing all the curtains. What's going on? I hear a lot of commotion. 
Is everything okay? Dad, get the window by the kitchen. Guys, what is going on? What's wrong with the window? Something isn't right. Did I get them all? Yeah, I think so. Can you all stop ignoring me? Sorry, honey. Can, can both of you girls come here? Best if you sit down. What is going on? This wasn't an issue when we lived in Haven, but now that we're back, there are some things that you should know. When the temperature starts to drop and the leaves begin to fall, that is when it makes itself present. I don't understand. There is a belief that the land upon which our town was built is cursed. It's said that when the sun sets and darkness descends, a mysterious entity emerges from the nearby woods. This entity seeks out individuals who feel empty inside. And once it attaches itself to them, it drains them of their humanity, leaving them in a state of confusion and and chaos. It erases all that makes them human, hollowing them out until they become a shell of their former selves. Wow, you're just going to lay that on us like that? I had no choice. It, It tried to attach itself to your sister. Whenever it senses even a tiny opening into someone's soul, it will attempt to force its way in. It specifically targets those who feel sadness or or emptiness. Isn't that like every person? Anyone can fall prey to it, but it specifically targets those whom it believes it can overpower. Those who are already lost in the darkness. Simply making eye contact, that's all it takes to invite it in, just a, a quick glance. That's messed up. I need to tell you something I should have told you a long time ago. When you were a little girl, Hadley... We were driving home from a baseball game. You were bummed because your team lost. (laughs) It was a night game, and you were in the back seat. Suddenly, we heard the tapping on your window. It got louder and louder, making it hard to concentrate. I warned you not to look, but you did. I quickly hit the brakes to get you to look away. The car came to a screeching halt, and I got out. As I moved closer to you in the back seat... I couldn't help noticing a cloudy haze surrounding your eyes. Within seconds, your eyeballs disintegrated to dust. The sockets were filled with tiny specks of ash. The trauma you experienced was so life-altering that you blocked all memory of what had happened. I followed your lead. I, I didn't want to bring back those horrible thoughts, so I lied. I didn't know what else to do. You are so lucky nothing else terrible happened, and I was able to stop it before it got worse. Whenever someone asked why you lost your sight, I I would say you had a horrendous case of meningitis. Had... The love I have for you is so deep, I would do anything to protect you and your sister. And this thing that is out there took away my sight forever? And now it's after my sister? Yes. We need to destroy it. We can't. Nobody knows how. We just have to wait till sunrise. It doesn't like the light. It's so loud! Make it stop! Charlie pulled back a small portion of the curtain and noticed a shadow passing by the window, moving towards the door. When he closed the curtain, all the noise stopped. It's trying to get in the house. Everything is locked. How could it possibly enter the house? It has its ways. Do you hear that tapping? Yeah, where is it coming from? It sounds like it's coming from inside. 
maybe the kitchen? Where is Hadley? I don't know. She was just here. Nora and Charlie followed the thumping sound to the kitchen, where the lights flickered. They found Hadley sitting at the circular kitchen table, repeatedly banging her head on the maple wood. Her forehead was bruised and covered in blood, fresh wounds torn open with every impact. Oh my gosh! Are you okay, Had? Hadley, what are you doing? Nora, help me get her away from there. Nora and Charlie shoved the chair from the table while Hadley remained seated, vigorously nodding her head up and down in what seemed like a sort of trance. Kitty, get me some peroxide, gauze, and medical tape. On it. When Nora returned downstairs with the medical supplies, she noticed her father's head was bleeding. Dad, are you okay? What happened? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. Your sister slammed her head against mine when I tried to check on her. Damn, she got me good. What's wrong with her? Why is she doing this? What's wrong with her? Why is she doing this? Why is her voice like that? Why is her voice like that? (laughs) Maybe you should ask yourself how high your pain tolerance is. What? Why? You look. Nora, no! I'm so sorry. Daddy, I looked. And it felt so fucking good. Thank you for your patronage. Hope you enjoyed your new relic as much as I've enjoyed passing along its sordid history. It does come with our usual warning, however. Absolutely no refunds, no exchanges, and we won't be held liable for anything that may or may not occur while the object is in your possession. Oh, <laughs> You think just because you're only listening to my voice that you have nothing to be concerned about? Let me assure you that your visit to the antiquarium, whether in the flesh or in your mind's eye, is most certainly not in vain. You are, after all, the architect of this place. I must say you've done a hell of a job Even the way you have given me a face and carved out the most minute details of my person in that cerebrum of yours is quite impressive indeed. Therefore, the items you procure within these walls, even on a metaphysical level, are very, very real and are now and forever part of your subconscious. All part of our standard bill of sale, really. Till next time, we'll be waiting for you whenever you close your eyes in the space between sleep and dream. During regular business hours, of course, or by appointment, only for you, our best customer. You have a good night now. The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings, Lot 009, The Tapping, written by Lauren Shand, featuring Mike Flanagan as Charlie, Gwyneth Glover as Nora, Maria McCann as the gas station attendant, Grace Glover as Hadley, narrated by Trevor Shand, Stephen Knowles as the antique dealer, additional music by Tim Kulig and Coag, engineering production and sound design by Lauren Shand. The Antiquarium of Sinister Happenings is created and curated by Trevor and Lauren Shand. 
theme music by the Newton Brothers. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AntiquariumPod. Call the Antiquarium at 646-481-7197.